This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Seek Reality Radio with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about your reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here is Roberta. We know that there is only one reality. We continue to talk about what amounts to two parallel realities, scientific atheism and, of course, materialism, and spiritual theism, two different realities. But neither of them can really tell us what our one reality is because they are both belief systems. So how do we get at the truth? What's really going on? Well, well, it turns out that when we study nearly 200 years of abundant and consistent communications from people we used to think were dead, we get a wonderful, breathtaking glimpse of what actually is going on. And what we are learning from the dead is consistent with both quantum physics and the teachings of Jesus. Isn't that beyond amazing? I've spent nearly half a century working to better understand what's going on, but still, there are areas that I know very little about, and some of them are really pretty important. This is a big topic. This is something so enormous that you could spend your whole lifetime and never get to half of it. So I'm doing what I can. But meanwhile, there, there are things I know very little about. And one area where I haven't be even begun to investigate the evidence is an area where our guest today is an expert. Deirdre Hade is knows everything about angels. She's an expert on angels, and I know nothing about angels. So today, you and I are going to learn a few things together. Welcome, Deirdre. Thank you so much, Roberta. It's just a joy to be here with you today. Well, I don't even know where to begin, because as I said, this is an area where my knowledge is about zero. So tell us a little about your history first. Who is it, who is it that's talking with us today? How did you get interested in this? What, what, made you, what made you want to research and learn more? Well, that's an excellent question. Thank you so much for asking. I actually first had my, had my first encounters with angels when I was two and a half. And I uh, was at a campground with my family, and I had a brand-new baby brother just had been born and we had a tent, and I was standing in front of a pine tree, and the pine tree light started coming from the pine tree, and a cloud, and a voice came, and I saw a picture of a truck running over the tent, and this presence, this energy came and said, run, and I turned around, and I ran back to the campground, ran into the tent, picked up my baby brother, ran out of the tent, and just as soon as I got out of the tent, a truck ran <gasps> over our tent. Wow. And then the trunk went down the hill and crashed into the tree that I was standing in front of. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Oh, isn't that and amazing? My, my, yeah, my parents were beside themselves, and I remember their joy because, you know, we were safe. And... I remember trying to tell my parents 
what happened? I had this vision and that's how I, they kept saying, how did you get Kirby out of the tent? How did you know? It's a miracle. And I remember I didn't know English well enough to tell her, (laughs) tell my parents what happened. (laughs) So that was, that was really the beginning, Roberta. Then um, uh, later on, uh, when I was about seven, I had a group of tall beings come uh, I saw them like I look at a person and they came to me and they they identified themselves as angels and they said, we're here to teach you um, because we want you to teach about the angels. And this happened when I was seven and eight and I would go out in the woods at five in the morning all summer and just go into this kind of trance with these tall beings. And afterwards, yeah, afterwards I started in angel school and I taught my friends after school and I even have my, my little notebook. (laughs) But after I quit teaching because no one really would believe me. And I wrote in the book, they're not ready yet. I quit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't blame you. It's hard to, to be a little kid and know stuff like that. My goodness. <laughs> so Isn't that, that just that's, began. That's, mm-hmm. that's interesting to me because that's when I, that's an experience of light, what, what I would say, what you, the first mm-hmm. experience you had. I was eight when I had my first one. It seems mm. to me that we, and, and I've come to believe this is true based on, on communications that I've received in various ways. Mm-hmm. We sort of sign up. You agreed to do this before you were born, and now your guides, your angels, are coming to you and basically making sure you kind of keep that contract. So I perfectly understand that, and I know how it seems normal. It, everything seems normal when you're a small child. Uh, right. Oh, that just happens, and look, I got to save my brother, which is fabulous. Right. What a story! Right, it didn't even it wasn't even out of my belief system that that couldn't happen. It was oh, of course. Yeah, of course. And you're right. Um, I do have a contract, and it is time now for the angels. Um, the angels uh, told me at the beginning of 2014 that this was the year of the archangels, meaning that the archangels, their presence, their energy, is coming very powerfully into our world from the other side, and that they are ushering in the legions of light, the legions of angels to help us uh, on our journey. So this wow. this really is the year. And, um, wow. And, mm-hmm. well, so, so, that, so obviously we need help, so it's good that they're here. Explain to us what an archangel is. How is that different from a garden variety angel, and what is an angel anyway? Right. Well, exactly. Well, let's start with what is an angel anyway? An angel, uh, the word angel comes from the ancient uh, Aramaic or Hebrew word Melahim. And Melahim means a messenger of God uh, or a a packet, a a container, a package of light from God. And the, the... Angels, uh, the angelic world is a realm, like we live here on earth, the angels live in another realm in another frequency, and we were meant to work together with them 
so that our world could be free of suffering and our world could be the Garden of Eden that it was meant to be. So what happened is over time, we forgot that we have this connection. And, and you know, angel is a word we use, but in all traditions of all religions, they have words for the winged ones, the spirit guides, the, the beings of light. Um, they all have a knowledge, an ancient mystical knowledge of these beings. And, and these beings are our brothers and our sisters. Have they, they ever lived are, on Earth? Are they, or are they a separate no, class of? They've never lived they're on Earth. A separate, right? They are a separate class. Okay. They're a separate class. The, um, but let's go now back to what is an archangel. So in the beginning of creating, when the creator created what we know and what we don't know, the creator created the heavens and the earth. And the heavens were the realms of the angelic beings, the angels. And the angels do only one thing, and that is they serve the creator. So an angel created time and space. An angel created the stars. The angels are like the fingers of God creating, if you can understand that. And the archangels were the first angelic creations of God and they uh, sit at the throne in the very highest frequency of the heavens and they oversee all of the heavens and they oversee all of our world. So that's who the archangels are. There's 12 archangels. Most of us know about uh, the main four or five and if you like I can just kind of spatter them off. Sure. Um, but, uh, so, so these archangels that sit in the highest thrones of heaven, each have an emissary, each have a, a knowledge and a light of creation that they're always reifying or in radiance of. That's why I call my work Radiance, Radiance Healing, because it's the, the radiating quality of radiant divine energy. You know, in physics about radiant energy, this is radiant divine energy, and this is the, wow. an energy that heals. So the, um, the great archangels are in this state of radiant energy like the sun, has radiant energy. These beings have radiant energy. It's divine energy. And this divine energy was meant for you and for me and for everything in the world. It is, it's the apertures, they're the, like the apertures to God's miracles. So in the highest realm of the, the angelic kingdom, the first archangel, and the most, the one most well known, is Michael, Archangel Michael or Michael. 
And Michael is seen with a sword. It's also associated with the great blue light. And Michael is the protector of the light, meaning he he makes sure that everything is in order, that that everything is safe as it should be. And Michael is also the messenger that takes our prayers to all the way to God. So Michael descends into our world and listens. Here's a prayer and then takes that prayer back to God. And then when God brings the energy of answering a prayer, that energy comes through, sometimes through Michael, sometimes through other angels. So the next archangel after Michael is uh, Gabriel. And Gabriel is the angel that speaks the truth. So the Gabriel, you know, you've seen it in the Gabriel is the angel that visited Mary and Gabriel came to Abraham, said, do not, you know, sacrifice your son. Gabriel is the archangel that is the emissary of truth and will come and bring to you messages of truth. So you can make a decision based on truth instead of a decision based on on fear or whatever belief system you have to grow up into. So Gabriel is a, is a powerful archangel to work with and to say, you know, what's the truth? What does God have? What does God want me to hear? And then the next, uh, archangel is Archangel Raphael. Raphael is the archangel of healing. Raphael brings, the, the most beautiful love, the most beautiful healing energies to uplift you, to bring hope. Raphael brings hope. Raphael brings faith. Raphael says, you know, you, you can do this. You can overcome an obstacle because I'm sending into you the miraculous power of God. They can overcome any obstacle or any pain, any suffering. Um, and then the next archangel is Archangel Oriel. Now, Archangel Oriel in our world is probably the least known archangel. And it's hard to find very many references to Oriel. But Oriel is the archangel of vision and clarity. And Archangel Uriel, you always comes before one. Like, so you're looking right at uh, Uriel. Because Uriel holds the clarity of your soul's purpose, the clarity of your contract, the clarity of what is written in the Akashic records, of what, what your path is. And Oriel also brings the vision of how to manifest that purpose that you have. He has that knowledge. And when you work with Archangel Oriel, you can have a conversation. 
and be and and listen because Ariel will give to you guidance on the best way to go in what what where you want to go, whatever that is. So these are the four main archangels. We call them the archangels of the four directions or the archangels of the four worlds. But they're held together by another archangel, the last archangel I want to talk about today, and that is the archangel that sits beside what we call the throne of God. And this is Let's Metatron. take a break. Let's take a break, mm-hmm. and then we'll hear about the fifth one. Okay, um, perfect. You're, li- you're listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Our guest is the amazing expert on angels, Deirdre Hade, and we'll be right back. Roberta Grimes spent decades reading more than 150 years of abundant and consistent communications from the dead. The result is her book, The Fun of Dying, Find Out What Really Happens Next. The Fun of Dying shows you why your mind is eternal. It explains how you can enjoy the death process, and it describes in detail the glorious forever that awaits us all. Now Roberta follows The Fun of Dying with The Fun of Staying in Touch. Learn how our dead loved ones give us spectacular signs of their survival. Learn about the wonderful ways that you can stay in contact with those you love. Go to robertagrimes.com for more information. It turns out that love really is eternal. If you want to know more about what really happens when we die, or if you're just curious about some of the things discussed on Seek Reality Radio, come and join the friendly seekers at AfterlifeForums.com. Roberta Grimes administers a growing community in an atmosphere of love and acceptance. It really is possible to know the truth. Give yourself the gift of understanding. Share your thoughts with people who are eager to listen. Finally, get your big questions answered. Afterlifeforums.com. The truth about your own eternal nature turns out to be even more wonderful than your most optimistic hopes. Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. We're talking with Deidre Hade, who knows a lot about something about which I know precisely zero. So um, she's explaining angels to us um, rather briefly, and I'm going to ask her some questions to try to interface what she knows about angels with what I've come to understand is true about mm-hmm. reality. I'm fascinated by this. So tell us who is the big cheese that's right there at the source level? Who's the top okay. angel that, that is right there at the source level? The top angel at the source level is the great archangel Metatron. And Metatron is not very well known. Um, Metatron is written in uh, the book of Daniel, uh, the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel saw Metatron. It also is in the the sacred text of the book of Enoch, which is the precursor to the Genesis chapter 
of the Old Testament. Um, but Metatron, it is said, it's understood, and what I've come to understand, Metatron is the only angel who has lived as a human. And what Metatron does is Metatron holds the template or the the spiritual DNA packet of ourselves as in the human world that we too are angels. We have a place inside of us where we are angels. We are angels in heaven. And he is the one that holds this um, entire creation. He's the one. And he oversees all of the heavens and all of our world. Metatron is understood to have been the one with God who created time and space, our third dimensional reality. And Metatron is also very much uh, uh, associated with sacred geometry and sacred numerology. Um, But that's just a little bit about the archangels. But let me just kind of go into the the angels as such. The angels, there are seven levels of heaven, and the angels of light are the emissaries of God, and they work with the archangels to bring healing, hope, abundance, love, joy, growth, knowledge, awareness, wisdom. They are always here to help us on our journey because it is common knowledge in heaven that being in the earth world is difficult. <laughs> we know that. There's a lot we of challenges. That. Right. That's right. <laughs> For sure. So, so, all right. Did you so, have another question? Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I, let's say I'm interested in my soul's plan, and I can't remember his name, mm. but there's a there's a guy for that. So mm. there's an app for that, but it's a spiritual app. So uh, there's like how many is it seven or nine billion people on the face of the earth? How mm-hmm. does that particular angel? How do I connect with that particular angel to get guidance in my soul's direction and the contract I made before I was born? How does that process work? Well, that's an excellent question. You know, I found that the best process is the simplest. And the best process that is the simplest is prayer. Prayer from your heart. Um, that you pray to God and say, God, send to me this angel. Or God, uh, Archangel Uriel, come offer me some guidance on my soul's purpose. I want to know. I want to learn. And that deep prayer, that deep contemplation, especially in nature, especially where it's quiet, you you will hear. You will hear if you listen. Because we all have the ability to hear and experience the angelic world. It's all around us. Uh, one of the things that you've said, now, they usually apparently don't have wings, right? That, that's, that's... Well, let's, let's talk about that. 
sometimes they do. I I see angels. Um, whenever I close my eyes, there's a whole group of them right there, and they have wings. Um, but angels don't have to have wings. Remember, angels are an energy of di- of divine light, of pure love. They're light like a candle is light. So an angel will be like a flame that flickers. And sometimes you may see a face. Sometimes you may just experience a, like a opening of your heart, softness of your heart or a sweet smell. You might hear, smell something sweet or hear music. You know, that's all the different ways the angels, we experience the angels. And sometimes you may see wings and sometimes you just may see light because the wings are these plumes of light that come from the angels and they come from their heart. So we see them as plumes coming from the back, but they're coming from the back, which we consider the back. They're coming from the heart, the heart region. Um, So, you know, angels are pure love. The angels of light are pure love. So, so the uh, if I had some particular issue that that an, an angel then would send a deputy angel, or is it is praying to an angel like praying to God? God, so it doesn't matter how many people there are, uh, he's, he's sort of involved in everybody's life. And are the angels that powerful? Are they that way so that a million people could be at the same time connecting with that, a particular angel, and the angel would be able to do that? Oh, yes. The the angels can definitely multitask. And, (laughs) you know, the angels want us to pray to God because their purpose for us is to open the gates between our world of feeling separate and alone and the world and God, the experience of oneness. So they want us to always pray to God. But in that prayer, we can call, we, they ask that we call and invoke them, invoke them by name, and they come. And it's as simple as this. This is, you know, what I tell people. There is an angel for every good thing that exists. The angel is the, the, the frequency that holds a thought. It is like a, it's like a, a divine thought, a, an uber powerful thought, like a spark. So I even joke sometimes when I go shopping, I say, okay, angel, angel of clothing, help angel me find clothing. a purple dress. <laughs> angel of just the right shoe. Yes, angel now. of shoes. <laughs> help me find the right, it works. You won't, no, try oh, it. Oh my goodness. Just try it, it really works. Oh my <laughs> because they're here to help. They're here to make our life easier. <laughs> so yeah. oh, you can goodness. call. That's handy, though, isn't it? <laughs> to have them willing to help you find just the right dress. That's really handy. Right, because, see, they can see beyond <laughs> what we can see. So they're like, okay. And then when you ask them, you just have to listen. Now, how do you hear them? By your intuition, by a hunch, by a feeling. I cannot tell you how many times... I've had a feeling and I'm like, I'm going to go to that store. And 
I walk in, I go, oh my gosh, there's my dress. It's like sitting right in front of me. Oh my goodness, is that funny? So I, I wouldn't have gotten there if I didn't listen to my intuition, my, my inner guidance. Um, that's how they speak to us. And really, the, their big message, Roberta, is we want to help you. It doesn't have to be as hard as it's been. Yes. <laughs> Life yes. can be easier and life can be magical. It can be magical and mystical and filled with wonderment. That's the kind of life we want you to have, and we're here to help you. That's really their big message. All right, let's try to fit this with what I have learned in doing, Mm -hmm. in studying, because I'm really a, well, I mean, maybe it's a two-trick pony. My interest always has been, over decades, in death and the period right after death. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you study that, you get a lot of extraneous stuff, too. And mm-hmm. um, and that's so that I've gotten involved in learning a lot of extraneous things, like what reality is constructed of and stuff like that. But um, I had always understood that those tall, glowing guys who show up, and I'll tell you a story about one showing up, mm-hmm. um, were six-level beings. And you're telling me, no, that in your understanding, they're actually angels. Well, now, when you, let me ask you a question. When you say six-level beings, what, can you explain that to me? That's not something I've heard of before, so forgive well, me. On the, on the uh, as you said, there's seven levels of the afterlife. Um, mm-hmm. The lowest one's a punishment level, then the, you know, level two. Level three to five is the Summerland, beautiful level. Level six is what they call the source level. Or the um, it's it's the it's the level where it's the level right below level seven, which is where the source is, and it's a it's a highly creative place, and very advanced beings uh, go there, and then will help us come into the world, help us, will will be involved in the world. But these people clearly have lived in the world, and what they're doing is um, uh, is is. Help it. There, there. Um, we, we. I, I have one who's a dear friend. Uh, his name mm-hmm. is Mikey, and his mother communicates with him, and I'm convinced he's exactly what he says he is, which is he calls himself a sixth level being, and he calls mm-hmm. it the teaching level, that level just below the source. Mm-hmm. So that being the case, um, I have always assumed, and I guess read occasionally, that these tall, glowing, somewhat androgynous beings actually are from the sixth level, but. Some of them you're saying are actually angels. Yes, and also we're, you know, we, I think it's very important uh, to be able to make sense of all this and tie it yes. together. I just want yes. to say something. It's very important to attempt to understand that when you've um, lived here as a, a human, let's say you, you've done your soul work, and you go into one of the higher realms of, of heaven when you pass over, when you drop your body. I don't say die because I don't think anything dies. Right. It just transforms. Right. Um, but when you, let's say Mikey went, okay, to this level and, and, and he's a teacher. And I see he is a teacher. When that occurs... The human you, the consciousness, the soul of you, you have merged with the consciousness of your angelic self. 
So there's uh-huh. more. You, do you get that? Yeah. Um, what, what I have found in doing this work, the more I did mm-hmm. it, the more I came to find that we tend to categorize things, when in reality, a lot of these are distinctions without a difference. Um, That's absolutely right. We, we, we tend to hold things as needing to be either true or not true. But much, especially as you get into more advanced learning, much of this is simultaneously true and not true. And it, it's that, it's basically true, even though technically it may be not true. And I, that makes perfect sense to me, that, that someone who is extremely advanced, has, has, a life, has had a life on earth, would be so powerful that he would be merged with an angelic being. That makes perfect sense. Yay! Okay, I get it. I get it. Wonderful, wonderful. (laughs) Now, we're going to, to understand that, then we need to go into an understanding of the expanded knowledge of angels that not all angels are the same, meaning the archangels and the great angels that work with God um, are angels. However, there are millions of angels who are also the human soul has merged with them. Yes. So you will have a grandmother that's like your, your guardian angel. She's always with you. Yes. She, she lives in heaven, but she also walks beside you. And she is your grandmother in her human angelic and part of my work or what I was asked to do here was to reunite ourselves as humans, seeing ourselves as humans, reunite us with our angelic presence. This is so fascinating. Okay. Um, one of the things that we're sort of told is that um, we all have, of course, spirit guides who are basically our close eternal friends who chose not to right. be in the body this time mm-hmm. uh, and are guiding us. But we also, I'm told, also have a, uh, a guardian angel who is an angel and whose sole purpose is to keep us alive long enough so we can die when we intended to die and not before. And um, I, I don't know if those are of the same sort of order as the angels you're talking about or whether that's a different class of being but I have been told and I could be wrong because I've just you know read this several times that those guardian angels which we all have each of us has one um, just are trying to protect us physically because this is such a dangerous place to be that's correct that's correct we each have a guardian angel it's called our oversoul angel uh-huh. And this angel was created when your soul was created. The soul of you, Roberta, you're human. And this angel has traveled with you lifetime from lifetime, is always guiding you, guides you when you cross over, guides you as you learn on the other side, protects you, helps you while you're here. And what happens is that sometimes... Let's say, we'll go back to your grandmother. Okay, your grandmother passes over and she just goes right into the sixth level of heaven and she, she wants to serve and she says, I, I love my daughter so can I, or my granddaughter, may I be one of her guardian angels? And uh, usually the council that helps decide these things will say, yes, of course. 
And so you will have your oversoul guardian angel, but you may also have a loved one who also acts as, an, as a guardian angel. So you'll, you have more than one. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Um, this is really fascinating. We're, we're just going to take another quick break now. And okay. then when we come back, I'm going to tell you about my mother's experience with an angel. This oh, is Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. You are an eternal being. You never began. You never will end. And when you really understand all the implications of that, it will change everything in your life for the better. Our guest today is Deidre Hade, and we'll be right back. Afterlife researcher Victor Zamet has long been a leader in the field of helping us understand what is going on. Like Roberta Grimes, Victor is an attorney. Like her, he was dissatisfied with the scientific and religious explanations of reality. So he did what lawyers do. He examined the evidence. And when he drew the same set of conclusions that every open-minded researcher has drawn, he began to educate the world. Roberta considers the free Friday Afterlife report that Victor and Wendy Zamet produce to be indispensable access to fresh information about our one reality. Go to victorzamet.com and sign up to receive their wonderful Friday Afterlife report. That's V-I-C-T-O-R-Z-A-M-M-I-T dot com. It's the best news you'll read all week. When Roberta Grimes studied the afterlife evidence, she learned a lot more than what happens when we die. She also discovered that we actually are perfectly loving, eternal beings. To help us explore who we really are, she's begun a multi-generational fictional saga that she calls Letters from Love. Letter from Freedom and Letter from Money begin the series, and Letter from Wonder is due in the fall. They read like fantasy romance, but they are the glorious truth. Also, enjoy Roberta's My Thomas, the beautiful tale of Thomas Jefferson's marriage. Her new novel, Rich and Famous, is a romance set in the go-go 80s. Check out robertagrimes.com to learn more. Knowing the truth about our eternal lives changes everything. Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. We're talking mm. with Deidre Hade, and she's educating all of us about angels, and I'm beginning to understand how it fits. Um, actually, the more you learn about reality, the more you, the more glorious it is. Um, it's just, it's like being in the world's most extraordinary candy store. You can have all this, and everything's free. You can have all this, and then you find out there's a whole lot other area over here, and you can have all that, too. And this is an area where I've never explored, so I'm thrilled to have you here, Deirdre. This is wonderful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So, so all right, let me tell you about my mom. My mother, Please. you know, the opposite of me. My mother had no interest. In fact, she was terrified of death. She uh, refused to die at what was her last exit point at the age of 88. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of anybody else doing this. Uh, but her parents came for her, and she just said, 
not so much. I'm not going. <laughs> and so she got she came out of a condition of heart failure that the doctors had told us it was impossible for her to survive. And we, I, that was kind of amusing to me in, in a way. You know, I'm doing my research, and here's this, this person I love uh, refusing to go. I'd never heard of that. That was interesting. But what was very interesting was what happened a couple of weeks later. She was in rehab. Um, they were trying to get her back well enough so that she could go back to her home. I went to her one morning in, in her rehab, and she was all happy. And I said, well, the, obviously you're getting better. And she said, they're going to let me stay a little longer. I said, who is going to let you stay a little longer? And she said, they, they. I said, well, who, how do you know? Well, the big mm-hmm. tall man told me. So she told mm-hmm. me her story. The previous night, a tall, thin, glowing man had walked into her room in this busy nursing home where she was doing rehab and mm-hmm. said, we've decided that since you want to stay, we're going to let you stay a little longer. Then he turned around and walked out. Now, she had no idea that such a thing could happen. She had never heard of it. As, as they say, she had no interest in any of this. But he was as good as his word. She lived five more years. Not healthy, not healthy years. But she, she certainly got what she asked for. You know, be careful what you wish yeah. for in her case. But that's fascinating. So tell me what that guy was. I've always assumed he was a six-level big. And somehow he was part of a team because he said we. What, what was? Tell me about that. Do you, have you thoughts? Have thoughts on that? Oh yes, oh absolutely. <laughs> well, I've, <laughs> I've just been. I'm 56, and I started having these visitations at two and a half. So that's a lot of years to have a lot of experience. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that's her one and only one. Yeah, I've just <laughs> kind of like seen and d- done it all. <laughs> but yeah, wow. The 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 angels will typically always say we because uh, the the angels uh, are the multi-dimensional bringers of light that hold the oneness so we is we're one that's one aspect of it it's uh-huh. there's not separation we we're seen separately I'm I'm an angel I'll manifest as a tall being but but I'm one with, with all things. I don't experience being separate. The other thing is that every one of us has a council or a board that works with us, works with your uh, guardian angel, angel of oversoul, your spirit guides, kind of watches you. How are you growing? What are you doing? What do you need to learn? Um, and these, this council will you can talk to like your mother said i i want to stay here i want to stay here and she said it from her heart and they will listen and take that into consideration and say okay well if that's what you want um careful what okay we will yeah we won't take you there you go there's your body and um the angels are so loving and that's a perfect story with your mother that they wanted her to be peaceful in the sense of knowing that she had made a choice and that there was something else because that's something she'd never looked at. So the being that came, what I see is um, he was one of the the council of angels that uh, brings the message and is an emissary in the ray of Gabriel. 
because Gabriel brings truth. So let's say you have Gabriel, but Gabriel will have has legions of angels that are part of that energy of bringing a message of truth. Um, I see very much that that angel was connected with Gabriel. Well, let me tell you, it made a big impression, but it didn't take away her fear of death. And the problem is this. I would just say to, to people listening, um, yeah. it sounds like a good idea, but it wasn't a good idea because each of us has planned two or three exit points into our lives as part of our contract, our soul plan. And she chose not to take any of them. So the only way she could die was inch by inch. By the time mm-hmm. she actually died, she had none of the seven activities of daily living. She could not feed herself. She could do nothing for herself. She died by inches. That's not a good way to go. Had she decided to go with her parents at 88 and not, mm-hmm. not stay till she was 93, she would have had a, a much cleaner, easier death. So uh, I, to this That's day, wish, I wish she had made a different decision. But it's a testament to how much love and respect we're given. We are at the center of God's love. And if that's what that's she true. wants, that's what she gets. So <laughs> don't do her, don't make her mistake. But on the other hand, it's wonderful to know that when she wanted it, they gave it to her. And yes, and then the other thing is that we are, you know, we're here, this, our reality, this materialistic reality, you know, this is the big, uh, the big PhD university program. I mean, we're yes. here to learn. We're yeah. here to experience. Uh, we're here to serve. We're here to uh, heal. We're, you know, that's why we're here. And so that's a moving journey. It's yes. a moving journey. So somewhere your mother, she had a choice point and her counsel were like, well, okay, she, she <laughs> needs now to have this kind of experience yes, that's for true. her to get what her lesson is. That's absolutely, probably, exactly right. Um, I, I hadn't thought of it that way, but I think you're probably right. They wouldn't have allowed it to happen if it hadn't been something that would help her to grow spiritually. Um, that's, that's great. correct. Good point. Yeah. Great story. Well, is, is, is there something, well, have you written anything? Is there a book where people could learn more about this? Well, I'm writing a book uh, right now um, about the angelic world and editing it. Uh, it's really a phenomenal book. It really explains in depth the angels and the, the different hierarchies of angels and how to work with the angels. Um, but if anybody has, you know, any more interest, please uh, go to my website, send me an email, and we can send out some stuff to you. I haven't published the book yet, um, but I have lots of information. So please. Uh, please email me. And um, so, how would they do that? My, what's your website and what's your email address? Well, my my website um, is my name, which is uh, Deirdre Hade, and it's spelled D E I R D R E, and then H A D E. This was the name I was born with. <laughs> so, um, but uh, you just go. Uh, DeirdreHade.com. You can also um, go to RadianceHealing.com. Radiance is what I call the energies of the angels. Radiance, um, C-E, R-A-D-I-E-N-C-E, healing. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. And you can um, 
uh, just go there and and email me, and I'd love to answer your questions. And like I said, I, I have material, and I would be happy to share it. Wow, that's that's a mm-hmm. that's very generous. Um, what do you want us most to take away thinking about what angels are? We want to make sure that that because this is a whole a, a new area for many people. I know mm-hmm. it's not just a new area for me. Um, we know they're talked about in the Bible. I mean, Jesus, when uh, he's being carried to his execution, says, uh, "You know, don't you think I could call on my Father and He would send twelve legions of angels um, mm-hmm. to rescue me?" It's all through the Bible, and. We, we, I think we tend to muddy in our minds um, advanced beings with angels. I know I probably have. So knowing that they're a separate class of being and that there are several kinds of angels is, to me, very good for us to begin to understand. Um, what, is there anything yes. people can do to learn more? Um, I mean, obviously, obviously, go to your website and talk, mm-hmm. to, uh, talk to you about it. But um, do they do they talk to us? I mean, are there any? Do they get channeled? Uh, how do we? How do we? There really are people them? who, there are people who, uh, channel angels. I, um, I don't say that I channel angels because I don't uh, go anywhere. I don't. I'm very aware that when the angels come through me, I'm completely present. I'm just I'm in a merge, and it's so so cute, <laughs> Roberta. Because the other day, I was like. Well, what do I call myself? Because I can't say I'm a channel of the angels because I don't <laughs> channel an angel, but right. angels come through me. And I'm yeah. one with these beings of light. What do I say? And as I did that on my dictionary, on my screen, I, I like hit, I like type, was typing in something completely ir- different. And a word came up and it was called irradiance. And I said, that's it because... The meaning of irradiance is it, it's the, in physics, the flux of radiant energy uh, in, a, in an area coming through a medium. I'm like, okay, great, I'm the medium. Um, and it's a flux of radiant <laughs> energy that is shining brightly. <laughs> so wow. I said, I said, that's great. That's what I do. I'm an irradiant. better than shoe I shopping. They told you what you do. That's great. <laughs> so I was going to <laughs> That's going to stick with me, by the way. Every time I go shop or something, I'm going to be thinking, now where is that angel? I wish I had a connection to tell me what to buy because I All hate you to have, shop. It's so simple, Roberta. And for everybody who's listening, you just call them. Call them from your heart. Say, angels, come help me. Now, why is, this is what I want you to take away. Why is it so important that you call your angels? Because the angels cannot interfere with your decisions, with your choices in life. You are here to awaken and expand into your full knowledge of who you are. And it's your school. Yeah. You must ask for help. And when yes. you ask for help, you have said to God, okay, I'm not going to try to be in control of this whole thing. I'm going to surrender. I'm going to have some humility. I'm going to have some humbleness. I'm going to put my ego down and say, you know what? I need help, guys. And the minute you say that, the legions of light come. And when uh, Jesus said this, 
the reason he didn't call the legions of life because he knew they would save him was right. his contract was yes. to tell a very important story for oh, humanity yes. to understand. Yes. And that yeah, was, his death was, that was his service. Part of it. So he could, so he could rise and show us yes. that there is no such thing as death. Absolutely Correct. right. Well, this has been exciting. I'm so sorry we're we're nearing the end of our time together. Um, I say again your your website and how people can reach you. Sure, absolutely. So it's simply my name. I'm going to spell it out: D E I R D R E H A D E. You can Google um, my name. You can Google Radiance Healing and Meditation. You'll see my name. Um, or you can just go to the URL of my name, DeirdreHade.com, and everything's right there. You'll see angels on the front page. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Wow. No, this is this is exciting. Mm-hmm. Now we have so It is exciting. exciting. And, and the angels are really, really excited to be here. They're, they're just, they're just clapping and and shimmering and shining because all they want to do is, they're kind of like this. It's so funny. They're telling me this. They're like, they're kind of like your your favorite dog that's like always wagging their tail. Like, how can yeah. I help? You know, I'm here. Oh, yes. That's the way they are right now. Oh, they're just yes. so happy to be here and want that connection with with their our, now, with their tell family. Tell us about 2014 before because we're almost through. Now, 2014 again is what? The, 2014 is the year of the angel or the year I say also the year of the archangel. I call them in first. But I was told this right before 2014 that this year now 4 is the number in numerology of the angelic realm. That in 2014, the uh, the story or the the kind of the contract we have uh, with how this journey is unfolding, we are at a choice point. Um, as Dr. Gary Schwartz always says, a choice point. We are here now um, and can choose. Do we want? the angelic realm, the, the legions of light to really, really help us. And so I've just been out on the, um, you know, on the stump hollering, everybody call your angels, call your angels, because yes. we can actually turn the direction of our time, of our time and space continuum and where we're going. We can actually turn it and get this world uh, on track with loving kindness and peace, we can do it, but we're going to need the angels' help. We're going to have to do it together, and that's why they say, "Please call on us, uh, reach we're out here to, to us. Serve. We're here. Oh, that makes we're here to serve." Sense. That makes well. It's mm-hmm. been thrilling to have you here. We'll have to do this again because I have a lot more to learn about angels. Well, My I would love any time. Well, that's good. Yeah, we will. We'll make it. We'll make that date. Mm-hmm. I'm Roberta Grimes, and my books are the fun of dying. Find out what really happens next, and the forthcoming, the fun of staying in touch about cutting edge mm-hmm. developments in afterlife communication. I also have novels to share. You can learn about all of my books and get my blog as well at robertagrimes.com. And if you sign up there, we'll be able to be in touch for sure. 
We've been talking with Deirdre Hade, who is an expert in the beautiful, very advanced messengers of God that we call angels, and they really, really exist. Mm. Please join us next week when we'll be talking with Deirdre's wonderful friend and my own wonderful friend, the irrepressible Gary Schwartz. Whenever he joined us, we may actually make news, so don't miss us um, Mm. next week. And now go out and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are an eternal being, and you are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, joyous conversations about your eternal life. To learn more, tune in every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. For lively and positive discussions, visit www.afterlifeforums.com. To contact Roberta, email her at Roberta at SeekReality.com Wishing you a productive week empowered by the truth of who you really are.